0: All right, Courtney, here we are. Full disclosure. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What is it that is typically a distraction for you while you're working?
1: Well, lately, you know, I've been at the office more, and we're, you know, right here in downtown Franklin, which is south of Nashville. And we have a lot of wonderful musicians in this town. I would not say they're coming out to the street corner. Um, but the folks that are, um, you know, they're, they're trying to improve, but they're driving me absolutely crazy. Um, so that's been a recent, uh, distraction for me. Um, I would love for one of you two with some talent to get out here and play. and um, that would be nice. So that's a distraction lately. I would also say, and probably like everybody else, you know, when you get that ding on your phone, uh, that text message and you're like, I'm just going to go look at this text message really quick. You know, I'm going to get back to writing this big project plan. But then you look at your phone and then you realize you had a text message from earlier. And then you think about, I should probably order some eggs and milk for a pickup order on my way home, get that done really quick. And like, all of a sudden it's like a cascading, you know, series of events that happens on your phone before you actually get back to your project plan. I would say those are the big ones, uh yeah. for me.
0: Yeah, I'll say for me, definitely if I have my phone too close to me and it's facing up, even though I've put on, you know, focus mode or do not mm-hmm. disturb, if I see it flash and it catches my eye, then I'm then I'm thrown off for a few moments, then eventually I'll have to just go ahead and like remove it from my 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 space. Just so I'm not prone to do that. So any kind of messages can distract me as well. And as I've shared before, you know, working from home, we're a family to homeschools. So if I can hear like my wife giving our children an instruction, and then she has to like repeat herself once or twice, then I'm like, okay, these guys aren't listening. Let me go and, uh, and try to, um, and regulate the matter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That could be distracting. So, but yeah, those, those are some of the things for me that can definitely knock me out of my focus mode. But luckily today, we're going to be looking at four tools that you can use to defeat distractions and interruptions during your day.
2: This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.
0: Welcome to another episode of Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start Loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker, and obviously, our producer, Nick. Happy Monday to you both.
1: Happy Monday. Happy Monday. You know, one of the reasons... Before we dive in, one of the reasons I I really love talking about this is because so many times when we've kind of laid out what we need to focus on, what we need to get done, what we need to pursue to have that sense of fulfillment at the end of the day gets compromised by distractions. And so I love really what today is about is helping you leave today, tomorrow, this week, feeling like I got the right things done, I have that sense of fulfillment. So just keep that in mind as we go through these tools of like, okay, these are the things that are gonna help get rid of distraction, banish distraction, and help me get the right things done this
0: week. That's good. So let's look at the first tool, which is signals. We have to learn how to read these signals. Now, a signal is anything that tells you and the people around you that you're in focus mode and you're not available at that moment. Uh, Courtney, I'm going to bring this up. I think I might've mentioned this before on the show before I let you respond here. But I remember one day, uh, I think we had just started the podcast and you were in the office working at one of the stand up desks. You had your headphones on your ear pods. And, uh, it was a question I think about a script where I was like, you know, Hey, we're about to start recording. She won't mind if I ask this question, you know, blah, blah, blah. So you had on the headphones and you, (laughs) I was like, Courtney, and you were like reluctant to turn because you were like, if I, <laughs> if I get to do my attention at this moment while I'm trying to finish this up, then it's a wrap and it won't get done. But I remember that because it was like, oh, I should. This is a signal she has on her headphones. She's fully focused on the TV screen. Maybe I should just wait till a more opportune time. But it was just a funny moment because it was like you were trying to, you wanted to answer, but you didn't want to answer because you wanted to get your stuff done before we started recording. It was like, Um. I
1: probably took my headphones out like very, like in slow motion. (laughs) That's exactly what you did. (laughs) You you know. uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was awesome.
1: That's why, hey, pro tip here. You know, these AirPods, I have AirPods in right now. Verbs has them in. They're great. um, But the signal is not big enough. You know, you want to do this right. You need to have headphones on like our producer Nick has on right now. They're huge. You know, like. If I would have had those kind of yeah. headphones on over the ears, like he would have seen from the door, like, oh, she has headphones on. I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna like get that close. So, word for the wise, those huge sound canceling headphones, game changer. Highly recommend those.
0: For the record, I saw that. I saw the head, I saw the ear pods. I just was violating regardless. So.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> the truth comes out. You know, this is like, um, where it's like a battle of the wills because I don't know, you know, if you've ever taken like strength finders before, yeah. my number one strength is, it's very on brand, um, is focus. And so like once I'm like in the zone, it is like actually pretty hard to pull me out. And so that slow motion, taking out the headphones, that's what you <laughs> we were getting there. Like, hey buddy, I'm using my superpower right now and <laughs> I don't want to let it go. Well, some other things that might be helpful to, you know, really to signal to other people that you're focused and verbs, this one would have worked for me that day would have been a closed door, you know, (laughs) maybe Um, I would even say, you know, especially now that so many people have doors with glass, even putting a sign that just says like deep work um, is really effective. Another thing, if you're working from home and verbs, you may do this yourself, but like change into work clothes it kind of tells your family or roommate or whatever that like I'm going to work even though it's in this same building
0: yeah no for sure I mean one of the things that I think is most effective for the space i work in at home is you know I had to actually put up doors some little sliding barn doors just so my family knows okay dad's shifting into work mode and you know they're old enough to where I have that conversation with them hey guys if you need anything in this area over here you have about 30 minutes to get it get it done and then after that i'm shutting the door and we you know we're recording a podcast that sort of thing so i'll be focused all of those things really help just shift mentally uh for you into a focus mode because you're going into it in an undistracted space as much as possible removing those distract, uh, distractions and smoke signals for the folks that are around wow. you even if you're in a co-working space i mean i think those mm-hmm. headphones are a big are a big yeah. deal um just to let other folks know, I'm not available at the moment.
1: I will add one for those of you that are completely virtual. Um, we use this a lot on our team. If you know you have Slack or some kind of platform like that, to signal by actually just communicating it. Hey guys, mm. I'm going into deep work for the next two hours. Um, you know, I'm going to be completely offline, really focused. And so you, you are giving a signal. So if when you're virtual, you have to be a little more. You know, on the nose about it, but it does it does really work.
0: No, that's a great idea. Because I remember um, whatever your team communication platform may be, there may be a certain level of expectation. If someone sends you a message, what that response time should normally be. So just doing what, what Courtney said is, hey, I'm going into stealth mode for about the next two hours. Uh, I won't be available to after 2 p.m. or I'll check uh, these messages again during my workday shutdown. That way, People aren't sending you messages with an expectation to hear right back from you and then sending another message or trying to you know, get your attention through another communication mode of some sort. But it just lets everybody know, this is where I'm at. You won't hear from me. I'm focused. We talked about
3: wearing clothes, like work clothes, even if yeah. you're yeah. at home. That's obviously a signal to other people. But for me, I'm not saying I often, I do this often or usually or ever, but in the past in my life, <laughs> I have definitely... <laughs> I remember one time when I was younger, I was like, "I want to write some more music." I'm a musician in my, in my background, and I was like, I'm gonna, "So I'm going to get up and I'm going to put on really nice clothes and I'm going to record." And you know, and and mm-hmm. that feeling for myself, the signal of like, "I can't do bad work mm-hmm. when I look like this," yes. is also very important. So don't
1: please, please, Nick, tell me you have some pictures. <laughs>
3: It was like in my in my mom's suit, basement in like
0: a tux. <laughs> did yeah. you have
1: like did you have like a leather jacket with like fringe? No,
3: no, know, no. All the arms. wish.
0: Don't wow, that's like Macho Man Randy Savage style. If you're doing the yeah. fringes on the biking jacket. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> no, I it was probably like two thousand two and I was wearing a Snoopy tie, you know. So.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs>
0: All right. So tool number two is a calendar. Courtney, I was today years old last week when I found out that if you want to search for a meeting or look for, you know, proposed meeting times, that you can actually go into your team's calendar if you're using, you know, Google Suite and actually see when other people are actually busy. Oh yeah. I did not know this. So that way, you know, you're not going back and forth trying to set a meeting. It's just yeah. look. This person is busy, not available at this time, and my mind was blown. Did you Did you know about this already?
1: I did know about this. Did, uh, you did
0: not tell me. And We're I still am, friends.
1: I apologize. You know, this is basically this episode is about forgiveness. I forgive <laughs> you for that time you interrupted me. Oh, no, venting like, again. Yeah, this is weird. For yeah, so this is good. This is a healthy podcast episode that we're having here. Yes, you can absolutely do that if you're using Google Suite. And so, on that note, when it comes to your calendar, we say this all the time what gets scheduled gets done. And that's true when it's individual work as well. And so, I do this all the time. I schedule my workday startup, my workday shutdown. I schedule deep work. I schedule my weekly big three during the week. All of these things are just helpful tools to make sure that I get that distraction-free meeting-free time to actually get my weekly big three, get my daily big three done, especially if you're somebody that is in lots of meetings. Having that, that calendar space with yourself is critically important.
3: Can you talk a little bit more about that actually? Can you, so when you set your weekly big three, mm-hmm. then you go to your account, cal- like, do you immediately go to your calendar and go chunk, 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 chunk? And I think that's yeah. a really useful so, tip for people.
1: Yeah. So what I do is when I get to step four and I use the page in the planner that has like, the, or the section that has like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm you know, has the days, with just like open spaces. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of looking at big things that would be abnormal. And then, so once I kind of have an idea of like what's coming for the week, and then the next step, step five is to set my weekly big three. I have a frame of reference of like, when am I actually going to pursue these weekly big three? Because um, most of the time, There is a time commitment to those items. You know, they're not going to just happen automatically. And if they're going to happen automatically, they're probably not the right choice. Not always, but Mm. most likely they're not the right items. And so what I do is just go ahead and kind of figure out where in the week I'm going to plot time to work on those projects. It doesn't always work perfectly. Obviously, there are times where a meeting comes up. Um, you know, if I have an executive team meeting or, you know, my boss calls me into a meeting, obviously those things are going to take precedent, but it just helps make sure that my weekly big three in the time that I have available are actually in sync together.
0: Hmm. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, Just that extra step. I think of once you know what times, what days you want to fit that work in, just making an appointment with yourself as focused time to get those things done that way. Even when you look at your calendar, that that commitment is popping up as that color block on your, Mm -hmm. you know, your iCal or your Outlook calendar, whatever it is, um, to reinforce that commitment you are making with yourself to get it done.
1: Well, and I am glad you just used that language because I think it is really easy to break that commitment with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's almost kind of funny (laughs) that the easiest commitment to break is with me, and so you really have to, yeah, because I'll understand, you know. so busy. Um I think it's really important to kind of treat it like that, like a commitment and even mm. ask yourself like I pre I made this commitment. Am I going to hold to hold my side <laughs> this future self version of me. Am I going to hold to the commitment I made with my old self? Is that right? Past yeah.
3: self? You're past or courtney. Self.
1: Past courtney. Am I going to hold to the commitment I made with past courtney? And so, again, it doesn't always work, obviously. But I think putting it, framing it like that, helps me more likely stick with those time slots that I've assigned.
3: I say this all the time; people are sick of me talking about this, but it is the combination. <laughs> is it about
1: a dishwasher? <laughs> no.
3: Nope. People are not sick of that. That's taking over the internet like wildfire. Uh, the it's a combination of the tool one, which is a signal, and tool two, which is a calendar, which is. I use a platform called Focusmate at Mm focusmate.com. And what you do, in case you haven't heard me talk about this, is you sign up for an account. You can do it for free. You have a limited amount of sessions or you can pay like $5 a month. And it's like at 10 o'clock, I want to work. And then you just put that on the calendar. And then somebody else in the world says, I also want to do work at 10 o'clock. And so you get together and then they put you on cam. Together and you say, "Hey, for the next 50 minutes, I'm working on da 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 da," and they say, "I'm working on da," and then you just work. And so it does a couple things. One, it blocks off your calendar. You can schedule ahead of time, which is great. Some people I know will set up a block on Focus Mate like first thing in the morning because they're like, mm. "I want to before I do anything else, I want to be up. I want to be accountable to somebody else. I'm going to be there." Uh, another thing it does is that when I'm in Focus Mate, my family, my time feels different to them. Mm. Cause I'm, I'm not just working, you know, you can always just pop in when someone's working. You had a quick question, but if I'm in a focus mate, suddenly i like, they don't want to distract the other person and I've got a goal I'm trying to set. So I've, do, I just looked at my profile. I have been on FocusMate for 42 consecutive months. I have at least done one session. Wow. I've wow. done 793 sessions, which is actually not a ton. I tend to use it kind of sparingly. Um, But I Mm. highly, highly, highly recommend it. If you're somebody who works from home, maybe you're a solopreneur or you got a side gig or something, it is really great
0: to just get stuff done with. So Focusmate, that's my, that's my push. Focusmate is great. I've used it myself and it's amazing how a little thing like having somebody else on camera just makes you just Mm -hmm. want to get it done. It's crazy. Because they're 60 minutes long, right? Totally it's like 50
3: minutes. Yeah, they have a 25 yeah. minute. I think also some of it is that it forces you to have a goal. That's the other thing. So it's it's like, I'm going to, it's like, hey, in the next, and I think it's very important to do specific goals. I'll go like, I've got three tasks. I'm going to get through 15 minutes of this edit. I'm going to write these two emails. I'm going to do this. And then at the end, you got to tell them. They'll go, how'd it go? And you go, okay, I didn't get to task three because whatever. Sometimes it just took longer than I thought or, right. so I, I find it's a great way to create stakes and drama in your day (laughs) to to keep focused.
2: (laughs) Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life. You'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash life focus and use the code F O T 15 to get started.
0: All right. So let's move on to tool number three, which is plan. Now, you know yourself and you know, it's prone to distract you. And so if you make a plan to combat your own behavior, this is going to be helpful with avoiding those distractions. Um, It could, like we mentioned the phone, so it could be one, it could be a focus mode that you set on your phone or a social media blocker that's put up on your phone. You may have to take that device and put it all the way in another room like I often Mm -hmm. do when I feel myself being distracted by my phone or as much as you could, you know, how do you remove yourself if you're in a space with other people that you find it's, it's distracting, it's distracting area to work in. What would you need to do to move yourself into another, another room?
1: Yeah, or if you're like me, and there are people playing not so stellar music on the street, <laughs> you know, those noise canceling headphones, you know, bringing those to the office. One other tool that is helpful is to just write it out. Like, if this thing happens, you know, if there is someone playing, I'm trying to think of all the instruments they play out there. Verbs, but.
0: Uh. Definitely the – was there an accordion player out there at one point? Oh, yes.
1: You know, if there's someone playing the accordion on the street, then I will, you know, head to Starbucks to work for the next hour or basically make a plan for if that comes up. You know, if I, you know, pick up my phone to text, you know, like I'm going to – Move it across the room, then I will, you know, put it in a box, you know, for an hour or something like that. Basically, have a written plan,
0: yeah. And I think this is this is a language that may be familiar with some of our listeners who were familiar with the free to focus book or the course. Um, I believe we call it anticipation tactics. Mm -hmm. So, just as Courtney mentioned, if you know you're going into a, a focus session of some sort. It may be you know, setting your phone on focus or just removing it from you altogether before you even start the session because you're anticipating, hey, this is, uh, this is work that I may or may not be excited about, but it has to get done in order for me to get closer to accomplishing my daily big three. Mm-hmm. And so let me anticipate that you know, in the middle of this, I may start to look for other things to kind of help the moment out. So let me go ahead and take this device and put it somewhere else so that's not yeah. even a factor, but it forces me to kind of get it done.
1: Here's another one for you. If verbs interrupts me during deep work, (laughs) then I will slowly take off the headphones. And hope that he turns around. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Or if I know Verbs is coming in the office, I'm going to text him beforehand and say, "Look, if you see me, I am not available until three o'clock."
1: I am in deep work. I, I know we're like joking around here, yeah. But I think that is a, especially if you're work, if you're back in person at a physical location together with other people, you, you know, you have that. You know, you have folks that will interrupt your work. And so I think being proactive about how to handle that, you know, like when Susie comes to ask about X, Y, Z, like, how are you go- going to handle that? And I think so many times it's just that we just don't have a plan for how, what we're going to do.
3: Now, verbs, you've done a lot of like video editing, audio editing as well, other stuff. Do you ever, ever run into this issue where people will come in to where you are and they'll start talking to you? Not realizing that you cannot like you're like listening and viewing things, and so not only do you have to stop, but now you have to have them repeat themselves <laughs> because you were doing other work. It is a real, yeah. it's a real pain point for me. I gotta
0: say, <laughs> <laughs> how do you really feel, Nick? Yeah, I mean that's, I think that's again because you work from home as well, Nick. So yes. um, if people don't know that I'm in a recorder, a, an editing session of some sort, then they may just you know, yell from whatever room, not knowing that I have on headphones. Um, So they're just unaware of that, which kind of goes back to our earlier point is, is making sure that, you know, we're notifying people around us of the work that we're about to start doing. So we are definitely unavailable. But then if you say something and you're not in front of me, I won't hear you, not ignoring you. I just can't hear you literally because I have Mm -hmm. on headphones. So, but yeah, that can be a whole thing if we're not, you know, making a plan in advance to help subside some of that.
3: And real quick, do either of you use screen time on your phone to keep yourself on track?
1: I do not. Like screen time, like, I mean, I turn on like deep focus. Is that what you mean?
3: Well, I'm sure that has elements of it, but, uh, you know, on iPhones at least, which I know we all have, uh, mm-hmm. you can, you can. Set up limits on kinds of apps or specific apps yes. for how much you can use. I know that Michael uh, Michael Hyatt has used it in the past. I have one block on my phone. Um, I am allowed to use Twitter for 15 minutes a day. And let me tell you, when you keep yourself to 15 minutes, which is, by the way, a lot of time. That's not no time. Yeah. But when you know you've got a limit, you're very efficient in how you use it. It's usually just like just news for me. It's like okay, quick, I got in, got out. Um and I find that to be very helpful. So if you guys aren't using your screen time uh to your best advantage if you've got a social media, I don't want to say addiction, but perhaps interest. Interest invested yeah. interest <laughs> or, you know, it could be Pinterest, it could be uh TikTok for some of our younger cooler hipper people, um or Facebook or Twitter or whatever. I highly recommend it was like
0: a huge deal. It was such a big yeah. deal for me to, to do. No, that's a great reminder. I forgot that it actually had that functionality.
1: Yeah. How did I not Sorry. know this? Cause I'm literally setting it up right now.
0: Oh, what are you going to set up?
1: Um, I'm going to set up Instagram, which honestly I've gotten a lot better at, but that's the one that if I get in there, I, I can easily get stuck.
3: Sure. It's, it's in, out, Puss. you know, our, our son has a, uh, has a 15 minute window on his messages on his phone. And mm. so it's interesting. So he's like, he's got to be in and out as well. Like, just like, what do I have to convey? I'm out. What's the plan? I'm gone. It's not a lot of like waiting. Yeah. It's it's interesting to sort of watch it play out. So highly recommend for everybody. Um, it's there. You can also just look at screen time on your phone to see what you are doing with your time, which yes. is scary absolutely you're going to be i promise you you will be horrified by what
0: your phone tells you you've been doing especially when it shows you that number Mm. and you think about the time that is show that is showing you on that screen that could have been used for something else
3: you know i i listened to a podcast once and this guy was like i stopped bringing my phone into my room at at night because i got married i got you know and the last thing I do every night and the first thing I do every morning is, like, spend time on my screen rather than this, like, woman that I love. Like, what a waste of my life. And, like, when he said it that way, I really was like, oh, yeah. Like, this is. I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to be on, like, my deathbed thinking to myself, if only I had been on Twitter more. <laughs> so- three
0: Three more reels. I need to watch three more dancing reels.
3: (laughs) Hey, we're in my social media uh, bag right now. You're not going to beat it. It's designed to keep you hooked. So I highly recommend.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. The last tip is your daily big three. You know, we talk about that a lot on this podcast. It really is the essential tool to help you focus. Focusing on those fewer tasks helps you be accountable. Again, if we have a never-ending to-do list, there's really not any accountability to that if you've got 20, 30, Items on a list because no one can do that much in a day. So by specifying, like these are the three most important things that I need to get done today, really hold you accountable to them. And the reason that's important is at the end of the day, again, we've talked about this several times in this episode, we want you to feel... Like you got a lot done, you know, that you worked hard and you feel accomplished at the end of the day. And so, again, that daily big three is really going to help with that, as are all of these tools that we've talked about today.
0: All right, in today's tip to level up your focus, we want you to list out your most common distractions, then pick the top three offenders and complete the sentence if dot, dot, dot. Then I will dot, dot, dot. How will you anticipate those distractions and what will you do if those distractions try to get the best of your focus?
3: Here's my unsolicited bonus tip. Look at your screen time
0: usage. Do it. (laughs) Just go go look and be horrified. (laughs)
1: And be horrified.
0: All right, so thank you for joining us on Focus on This.
1: This is the most productive podcast on the internet, and we would love for you to leave us a five-star review if you love this podcast. It really helps spread the word about the show and helps us with rankings. Um, And of course, there's always the Full Focus Planner community. um, That is fantastic. And we'll be back next week with another great
2: episode. Until then, stay focused.
0: Stay focused.